Hi there, this is Marcus Fernandez, your host for The Home Prescriber. This podcast is for all things homeopathy, for home prescribing, acute issues that you can deal with at home with some simple homeopathic remedies. We'll be covering everything from anxiety to cystitis to sprains, strains, bumps and bruises to hay fever. Well, I'm going to show you the top remedies that you can use for home prescribing. So check us out now and become a confident home prescriber. So today we're going to talk about bites and stings and we can look at the top homeopathic remedies for that. But before we get into the stings, I just want to look at what to do if you've been bitten or stung. So to treat an insect bite or sting, remove the sting or tick if it's still in the skin. Wash the affected area with soap and water and apply a cold compress such as a flannel or a cloth that's cooled with cold water or an ice pack to any swelling for at least 10 minutes. And raise or elevate the affected area if possible as this can help reduce the swelling. And avoid scratching the area if you can. I know it can be difficult to reduce the risk risk of infection. So when do you get medical advice if you've been bitten or have a sting? Well, get advice if you're worried about your bite or sting. You know, your symptoms don't start to improve within a few days or seem to be getting worse. Or you've been stung in your mouth or the throat or near your eyes. Or if a large area around 10 centimetres like a patch it starts to spread out from the bite or the sting and becomes red and swollen. Or if you have an increased symptoms of a wound infection, such as pus or increasing pain and swelling or redness. And if you have symptoms of more widespread infections, such as a high temperature, start getting swollen glands or flu-like symptoms, that's a great time to get advice from a healthcare practitioner. Now, when to seek emergency medical help? Because, you know, a bite and stings, people can have an allergic reaction or go into what's called anaphylactic shock. And this is where you'll get wheezing or difficult breathing, a swollen face, mouth or throat, feeling sick or being sick, a very fast heart rate, dizziness or feeling faint and difficulty in swallowing or loss of consciousness. This is an emergency situation and you must get emergency medical help immediately, okay? Because this is a severe reaction because they need to be in hospital have that emergency care. So let's look at the homeopathic remedies because homeopathy can be so effective for everyday bites and stings that you're going to get. And the first remedy we have to look at, and again, this is in alphabetical order, not in order of importance, is the remedy APIS. So APIS is great where there's rapid swellings after bites and stings, especially after bee or insect stings. Okay, so it swells really rapidly. And often it's like an allergic reaction. There can be a sudden sharp stinging and burning pain as well with, with this bite or sting. And very, very sensitive, highly sensitive to touch. And the area can feel very, very sore. Obviously, you can feel sore. But even if it's an insect bite, you can feel very sore and very sensitive. The part affected is red, hot and swollen. When we say swollen, it looks for the skin area looks very stretched and shiny and it's the edema. Okay, it's the edema underneath it. And they'll be very restless, need to move around, need to have movement. 
better for cold applications such as ice. So they want cold applications. And you'll see this with other remedies that they don't want cold. They want cool applications such as ice, worse for warmth, heat or touch. And they don't want you to go anywhere near them. And often this is a main remedy for anaphylaxis. So as you're funding for the ambulance or rushing to the hospital, take Apis because it will help in those situations. Great, great remedy to take. And as we know, it's made from the bee. Second remedy is Belladonna. Now, this won't be the first remedy you'll take. This will be after probably your second or third remedy. And again, with Belladonna, as we know, the keynotes. And remember, talk about keynotes. It's like if you played three notes on the piano or three chords on a guitar, you'd recognize the song. Same with homeopathy. We're looking for what we call keynotes, symptoms. Characteristic symptoms of the remedy. And we all know with Belladonna, it's hot, dry, burning. So if they have a bite or a sting, it'll be hot, dry and burning like it's on fire. In fact, the area can radiate heat. You can feel the heat coming off the bite or the sting or that area that's been affected. Very sudden, very rapid swelling and bright redness with belladonna. You'll see this in fevers. You'll see this in all different situations with belladonna. Very similar to apis, but less edema, but more, more serious fluid rather than edema. And the thing about belladonna is it's a rush of blood to the area. So there's a rush of blood to the area and it can throb. There's a throbbing sensation with belladonna. So belladonna is often good to use at the beginning of it if there's inflammation. So they may have got a little bit infected, then you may see this indicated for those early stages of, of infection. Again, very sensitive to touch and have knife-like pains, belladonna. Worse for any jarring, you know, when somebody's jarred, oh, ah, you know, because it's so sensitive, better for warmth. They feel better for warmth, wrapping up warm. But again, look for those keynotes of belladonna, the hot, dry, burning, like on fire, this radiating heat. And again, differentiate it with that and with apis. Next remedy is cantharis. So cantharis, you can see the picture of the cantharis here. It's called the blister beetle or Spanish fly, but really it's a beetle. And with cantharis is extremely painful with strong burning sensation, again with stinging pains. So a lot of these have these similar stinging pains. But what you'll find with cantharis often is like a blister, it, like it blisters. Hence it's called the blistering beetle. So it blisters and it all forms in like little blisters after a bee sting or insect bite and burning again as if on fire. So again, you can differentiate between that and belladonna. Very similar, it's the blistering that's gonna get you into this. But very, very intense, incredibly intense. And very, the person's very irritated, obsessed with the itching. They're itching and oh, it's like they become obsessed with this bite or with this sting. Better for cold applications and rubbing, okay? Worse for touch again. Worse drinking cold water. They feel worse if they drink cold water. And this remedy, Cantharis, is particularly good for horse fly bites, which are really nasty bites. If you've been bitten by a horse fly, you certainly know about it. But again, the keynotes with Cantharis is this intensity. It's intense, extremely painful, and the strong burning uh, sensations. Great, great remedy. Now remember, we covered Cantharis when we did the cystitis. Uh, session. So if you want to go back to your cystitis session, you'll see we talked about things like belladonna and cantharis. Number one remedy for things like cystitis. 
So remember the intensity of these symptoms and people get obsessed with the itching. It's all they can think about. Next great remedy. This is one of our number one remedies now for insect bites. Hypericum, better known as St. John's wort. Remember, we're using all these remedies in the homeopathic potencies, like a 6C, 30C. And this is from stings of insects, bites of insects, or dog or animal bites, where there's a puncture wound, okay? And this is for, especially in dog bites, or animal bites where there's lacerated wounds, where there's tearing of the flesh. Okay, so there's the tearing of the flesh, that is hypericum. And often with hypericum, they are extremely, extremely airy, feels very tender, almost out of proportion of what the bite or sting looks like, because it's very, very tender. And it's often with sharp pains especially in nerve-rich areas. And the pain from the bite will go up and radiate to the body from the site of the sting, wherever it is. I keep pointing to my hands. It can be anywhere, these bites. But they'll radiate to the body. Very sharp pains, like they're running along the nerve. Because hypericum is about nerves and nerve pain. Okay, so very painful. Better for rubbing the affected area, so they feel better if they rub the affected area. Worse for cold, worse for damp worse for touch, worse for pressure, okay? Big, big remedy for bites and where there is those puncture wounds. So hypericum, great, great remedy. Also puncture wounds when people have, for example, a lumbar punch or an injection, any, or they stand in a needle, anything where there's a puncture wound. Hypericum is very good, especially where there's a rich area of nerves and they can feel that, you know, it's so, so tender. So the next remedy, very similar to Ledum, sorry, to Hypericum is Ledum. Again, this is the number one remedy for puncture wounds from insects and animal bites and sting. And with Ledum, the wounded part feels cold to touch. So you feel it and it feels cold to touch and it looks purple and it looks puffy, the area. So the part may feel cold or they may feel cold in themselves, but they are better for cold applications, which makes it unusual. It's better for like ice or something that's very, very cold on the part. They feel better for that. And you can use this again as a prophylactic against insect bites. So say you're going to a place where there may be mosquitoes or you know you're going to get bitten. You have a predisposition or susceptibility to getting bites very easily if you go out at night and different things. Then you can take a dose of bleeding before you go out, whilst you're out and after you, when you come back. So it will help with that as well. And with Ledum, you saw here there's a picture of a cat. The difference between like a cat bite is where it's a very sharp puncture wound, very sharp. So anything like that, any animal or thing that bites you with a very sharp puncture wound, then you think more Ledum than Hypericum. Remember I said a Hypericum, it's more lacerated, okay? The air is more lacerated. So again, better for cold applications onto the wound, worse for warm applications. So again, you're going to be differentiating between these remedies I'm talking about. So you just have to sort of decide which one you're going to go for. But I'll you down to two or three remedies out of 3,000 remedies to choose from. So the next remedy is Urtica urens, better known as it's like the stinging nettle, the nettle. And again, this is for insect bites and stings where there's like an allergic reaction. And with Urtica urens, it'll be itching and burning like with a nettle rash, or we call it urticaria. So... It can be the whole body. So they can be bitten or stung, and then the whole body erupts in this like nettle urticaria, nettle rash-like sting. So you know when you stung yourself, I did it yesterday when I was gardening, and it comes up and it burns and it's stinging. 
It's the same people get all over the body. And this is actually good for flea bites. Okay, this is good for when people get flea, flea bites from fleas and with, again, burning, stinging pains and very sensitive. And you can use this externally. You know, you can use it externally, like in a cream. You can get urticurin's cream. Uh, like you can get creams called Hypercal, which is Hypericum calendula. So you can use these things externally as well. But if Apis doesn't, very close to Apis, if Apis doesn't work, then go to urticurin's. So you may try it first, but if it doesn't work, then go to urticurin's. A bit like I said about Hypericum and Ledum. Look at those two remedies, because they often will go together and you have to differentiate between them. So... Worse cold applications, worse at night, better for rubbing, okay? Better for rubbing. But again, the keynotes here is almost like this allergic reaction after the bite where they get like a nettle rash. It comes like a little nettle rash. And you can give it for nettle rash, you know, try it for nettle rash as well. But it looks like a nettle rash, this allergic reaction. Or people call it urticaria or they call it hives as well. So again, you've just got to decide what it is. So... That's the homeopathic remedies, the top six remedies, as I talked about, Apis, Belladonna, Cantharis, Ledum, Hypericum, Urticurins. There is other remedies, but those ones I feel you need to know because they are the most useful ones to use for bites and stings. Now, here's a little home thing you can do at home because this is for home prescribers. You can use baking soda. Now, I've used this. I've used this with my kids when they've been stung. I mean, my daughter, we got stung by a bee. You can get it, make a paste out of baking soda and water. And you basically get a bit, a small amount of water and mix a little bit of the baking soda into like a paste and then apply it over the affected area. And leave it on for about 15 minutes. Or you can cover it with a bit of a bandage as well. For, again, for 15 minutes, then before washing it off. And what it does, it neutralizes the sting or the bite. It's like an alkalizer. So it alkalizes and neutralizes the bee sting or the insect sting and reduces the itching and swelling. I can tell you from personal experience, it definitely works. So if you haven't got remedies to hand, you could always go into the kitchen cupboard and get the baking soda. And I love all these. I want to do a video actually of in the kitchen, things you can go for in the kitchen that you can use for everyday ailments and issues that can come up like bites and stings or people get you know cuts and bruises and different things as well as the homeopathic remedies it's good to know all these different types of remedies as well so that's it really in a nutshell bites and stings well there is a remedy that i didn't mention which you can take as a prophylactic i talked about ledum but also staphysangria so some people get really get bitten Staphysangria, the remedy is good for people who are prone to get bitten, who never used to be bitten before. Because Staphysangria is a bigger remedy picture, is a remedy for people, well, it's a remedy that people who get called the victim, you know, people, victim remedy it's called, where people are get attacked or different things. So you could use it for insects as well. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Hi, Marcus here. I just want to say a big thank you for listening to the podcast. And I hope you feel more confident about prescribing homeopathic remedies in acute situations. Now, you can also access, if you click on the link below, my free book as an ebook called The Home Prescriber. And here you'll find a lot more information about all different acute conditions that you can treat within the home with homeopathy. 
Also, I'm going to give you access to our free home prescriber course with one of our lecturers, Hilary Dorian. This is an amazing course where Hilary will deep dive into the principles and philosophy of homeopathy and looking at remedies as well as looking at potency and how to prescribe. So click on the link below for cchomeopathy.com to get access to your free home prescriber course. Again, thank you for listening and we'll look forward to seeing you very soon on our next podcast. Thank you.